Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. It is Friday, April 8th, and this is People Every Day. Hi, y'all. I'm Jason Cheeler, People's Deputy West Coast Editor. Janine is out today, but I'm happy to be in her seat. And we've got a great show for you that I think she'd like, actually. So let's jump right in. Our first story is one that just broke a few hours ago. Will Smith has been banned from the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences. Academy President David Rubin and CEO Don Hudson released a letter today detailing the suspension. The letter detailed how the ordeal overshadowed this year's Oscars and the Academy accepted blame for not acting in the moment, saying they did not, quote, adequately address the situation in the room. For this, we are sorry. This was an opportunity for us to set an example for our guests, viewers, and our Academy family around the world, and we fell short, unprepared for the unprecedented, end quote. The Board of Governors has decided to ban Will Smith for 10 years explaining that Smith will, quote, not be permitted to attend any Academy events or programs in person or virtually. Will Smith responded to the letter in a brief statement saying, quote, I accept and respect the Academy's decision. As People has reported extensively, Smith resigned from the Academy on April 1st, a few days after the altercation with Chris Rock, and several of his upcoming projects have since been put on hold. Even though the Academy seems to have found a resolution, I have a feeling we still haven't reached the end of this saga. Moving on, Chriselle Staus stars on Netflix's Selling Sunset. And indeed, she has been selling a lot of things lately. Yesterday in the Kelly Clarkson show, Chriselle revealed that she had sold her wedding ring from ex-husband Justin Hartley and used the money to buy a new home. Sometimes life gives you lemons. Sometimes you got to add a little vodka. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to, you know, make the best out of a situation. Yeah. So, yeah. You, you I know, mean, what are you supposed to do? Keep costume. wearing it? In somewhat related news, the Sunset market will have a little less competition as Bravo announced that Shaws of Sunset will not be renewed for a 10th season. However, the newest trailer for Selling Sunset season five dropped yesterday, and it looks to be even more glamorous and dramatic than ever. You need to stop disrespecting the other agents. I have never once instigated a situation. I just love this view. And I just love looking down on people. The little people. Hi, peasants! Selling Sunset is back on April 22nd. He was a boy, she was a girl. Can I make it any more obvious? Canadian pop punk singer Avril Lavigne announced that she is engaged to fellow rocker Mod Sun. Lavigne exclusively told people, quote, it was the most perfect romantic proposal I could ever ask for. We were in Paris on a boat in the Seine River. We had a violin player, champagne, and roses. It felt like time stood still, and it was just the two of us in the moment. Avril also said the proposal was a total surprise, but she knew soon after they met that he was the one. Avril shared photos of the heart-shaped ring on Instagram, and I have to say it looks to be quite large as far as diamonds go. Mod and Avril met while collaborating on her latest album, Love Sucks. I have to shout out to my favorite song on the album, which is called Avalanche, and you have to listen to it. And I assume the album title is now intentionally ironic, which to say, very Avril. Congrats to the couple, and seriously listen to the album because it's so good, just as Taylor Swift, because she has majorly endorsed it. If you're all about a good home makeover, you've probably heard of the home edit. 
Expert organizers Clea Shearer and Joanna Teppelin have been showing their clients, including some of our favorite celebrities, how to manage the clutter in their home with really, and I mean really beautiful decorating skills. Check out their show, Get Organized with a Home Edit on Netflix, and you'll see what I mean. While these women have been having some incredible career highs, Clea recently revealed to people that she has an aggressive form of breast cancer. Her journey to getting treatment has been met with challenges, but Clea is ready to fight it head on. She tells people, I'm a fighter. If anyone can crush cancer, it is me. Clearly, she's amazing. Joining me now to talk about Clea's journey is the reporter who interviewed her, People's Home and Travel Editor, Mackenzie Schmidt. Hi, Mackenzie. Hey, Jason. How's it going? Thank you for joining us for this fairly heartbreaking story. Let's go back to the beginning when Clea first learned she had breast cancer. When did she know that something was wrong? She was in New York doing promotion for the second season of her Netflix show, and she had done a self-check, and she found two small lumps in her right breast. So what she told us is when she found them, she said, I didn't know what a lump actually even felt like. She was just in her hotel room Googling, what does a breast tumor feel like? So she had just turned 40, which is the age at which it's commonly suggested you get your first mammogram. So she had been trying to schedule that, but with her busy promotion schedule, she hadn't gotten to it yet. Oh my gosh. And so she she told you that she called her OBGYN immediately, but then she couldn't get an appointment. And like this is like this is kind of something we can all relate to, right? Like, you know, how aggressive to be with the appointment schedulers. But what did she do when she said when she was told she couldn't get an appointment until May? I felt something, I said something. My doctor couldn't even get in to see me. That's fine. I pushed for a mammogram. I had no time for cancer. And obviously she was very anxious and wanted to find out what was going on as quickly as possible. So she called her primary care physician after she wasn't able to get in with her OBGYN. And luckily that doctor was able to get her some tests within days. She went in for a mammogram and in the morning and then that turned into an ultrasound and the ultrasound came back as what they call suspicious and concerning. So that led to an emergency triple biopsy and this is all in one day. And then shortly after that, March 11th, she got the news that she had stage one invasive mammary carcinoma, which is an aggressive form of breast cancer. Did she talk to you at all about the decision between how public or private to keep this journey? One of the great things about Joanna and Clea and what their fans love about them is that they're super open and candid, both on their show and their personal lives and on their Instagram, where they have six million followers who follow every part of their life. One time John went on a work trip and in the morning, the kids looked at me with fear in their eyes and said, <laughs> who's gonna make us breakfast? They know yeah. that I am worthless in the kitchen. It's not a surprise for people who know the two of them that Clea has decided to be as open and forthcoming about this as she has. I don't know what that would look like if I had, if I had just waited and been passive. So I'm begging you all, I'm pleading with you, please examine yourself on a regular basis. Please fight for your own testing and your own scans, even if your doctor's not being helpful, and please prioritize your health. What's clear to me as a fan of the show is that she has amazing support around her. She, Clea has her husband, she has two young kids, she has Joanna, she even has Christina Applegate, who she counts as one of her close friends and is certainly a breast cancer survivor herself. She has an amazing attitude about this all, despite the circumstances. What does she tell you that her current outlook is at all of this? She told us, I'm literally afraid for cancer, and I've got this. Even though she says she knows she'll be scared the night before her surgery, which is actually today, Friday. She says, I'm sure the first weeks of recovery, she'll be a little grumpy, but it doesn't mean that I feel any less resolute about absolutely nailing it and putting cancer in my rear view. If anyone 
can handle cancer, it's me. Cancer should be afraid of me. Cancer should be embarrassed that it's cancer because it has to deal with me. For fans of the show, season two just dropped on Netflix, but there is another huge announcement that just happened and involves Reese Witherspoon and buying her company. Yeah, Reese Witherspoon's production company, Hello Sunshine, which produces the Home Edits show, purchased the company, the Home Edit. So that was huge news for Clea and Joanna recently. They also just released their first ever magazine called The Home Edit, Feel Good Organizing, which is published by Dot Dash Meredith, People's Parent Company. They also have two books out. They have product lines. Like These are two of the busiest women in the game. Well, this is a really inspiring story, and I appreciate you being here to break it all down with us. Thank you so much, Mackenzie. Of course. It's Friday, so we've got some new music recommendations for your weekend, including one from one of my personal faves. And later we sit down with Chloe Bailey to talk about her new single, her collaboration with Normani, and what ultimately went into her decision to go solo. We'll be right back. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. We are back, and I've been looking forward to getting into New Music Friday all day. I know yesterday, because I listened to the show, Janine talked about Camila Cabello's new autobiographical album, Familia, and it is finally out today. Camila was working on this album when she and boyfriend of two years, Shawn Mendes, broke up. And looking at the track list, it's no wonder there are songs like Boys Don't Cry and Don't Go Yet. Familia is filled with some really great tracks, including a collab with Willow called Psycho Freak. Okay, I have to say, even just from that song alone, you could tell that while she was writing this album, she was really going through something. Next up, we have a blast from the past. Pink Floyd got the band back together to release a new single called Hey Hey Rise Up. The song features vocals from Ukrainian singer Andriy Klivnik and marks the English band's first single in 28 years. Pink Floyd guitarist David Gilmour, who has a Ukrainian daughter-in-law and grandchildren, said that he and the rest of the band wanted to do something for the people of Ukraine. All of the proceeds from the song will go to humanitarian relief in Ukraine. And last, but certainly not least, because I love her, Maggie Rogers has a new song out today called That's Where I Am. The single is off her upcoming album, Surrender, which is set for release in late June. This will be the follow-up to her 2019 Grammy-nominated album, Heard It in a Past Life. If you're like me and don't want to wait until midsummer to get your Maggie fix, you can catch her later this month at Coachella. She is amazing, and like obviously you want to go listen to Leave the Light On right now. People are talking about Chloe Bailey. She has arrived as a solo recording artist. Originally known as one half of the Grammy-nominated duo Chloe and Haley, she's standing on her own. Now 23, she is sharing her voice not only through music, but to battle stereotypes and to encourage body positivity for all women. 
I'm so happy to be able to have the opportunity to talk with Chloe because she's now just Chloe about this, her new single, Treat Me, which is the follow-up to Have Mercy and is a part of her forthcoming album. Joining me now is Chloe Bailey. Hi, how are you? I am I am so good, and I'm so excited to talk to you. I've been listening to and watching Treat Me all morning. Let's just say it, like the video is pretty spicy. The song is pretty spicy. What was the inspiration behind the song and the video? I was getting out of a relationship and I was just really feeling like I shouldn't have to tell someone what I need. It's time for me to just give myself the love that I'm looking for. With the video, I wanted it to be strong and sexy and powerful. And you notice there's no men in there. It's all about me and the girls and women and being sexy and fierce and treating myself the way that I want to be treated. Like a lot of people, did you find you had to find a way to give yourself permission to vocalize what you need? Absolutely. Every day it's hard for me to speak up sometimes. And I'm really trying to learn how to do that without hesitation. And it's like, it's important for us to not put ourselves on the back burner or just let someone treat us any old way, no matter who it is, what situation, if it's in work, if it's in relationship, in life, we all deserve the best. People look at you and you're you're like the very essence of empowerment, right? And so I think a lot of people would be like, Chloe has those days where, where she's like scared to ask for what she wants? Yes, all the time. It's hard for me to speak up sometimes, and that's what I'm learning to do now. Let's talk a little bit about your throwback fans are kind of torn between younger Chloe and the woman that you definitely are now. What is your take on the evolution of your image, and, and, and how do you tune out the criticism? You can't please everybody in the world. And if you try to do that, you're doing a disservice to yourself. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to be free. I'm going to love who I am. I'm going to be happy. I'm going to make great music in the moment and in the midst and create art and visuals that make me happy. And that's really just how I have to kind of go about things. Do you have days where you turn off social media? Absolutely. Not this week because, you know, I had stuff to promote. <laughs> well, you're all over. If, if you are tuned out, I got to tell you, I would let you know you're all over social media this week. So That makes me happy. That's perfect. Because it's my work and my job, sometimes it is hard to to tune it out sometimes, but I just kind of got to learn how to do that. And yeah, so I'll have those moments where I'll take it off my phone. <laughs> you did first, you know, steal our hearts with your sister, but you also, it's, it's well known that you also won over a woman named Beyonce's heart and she became somewhat of, of you and your sister's de facto mentor. Yes. W what has been some great advice you received from Beyonce? The greatest advice that I've received from her is to trust my gut and my instinct and to speak up for what I need and for what I want. And I truly love her. A woman that I happen to love, and I think you do too, is Normani. And she has revealed that you're one of the artists that she's collaborating with. And you both have broken out as, as solo artists. Did you guys talk about that? I think she's just such a force to be reckoned with. And it's so cool to see other strong, black, incredible artists who have incredible work ethic. And she definitely falls under that category. Right now, it's just in the talks and in the works. We haven't necessarily done anything yet, but anytime we hang out or I see her out, I'm very happy. <laughs> All right. So now comes the time when I've got to ask you to tease us about your new album because you say it's almost complete. Yes, it's getting mixed right now. I have the sequencing, the title, everything. All right. I, I, don't, I don't suppose you're going to tell me the title. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> what well, can you tell us anything about the new album? It, I love the album. I think 
it's just a really special body of work that I'm really proud of. And I can't wait for the world to hear it. We can't wait to hear it. And thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much. Thank you. The last story I want to leave you with today is one that I personally found very funny. And I think it is something to make you smile. But it might feel more like a horror story to one mother in particular. So on Wednesday, Bryn Williams, a 33-year-old mom from Nebraska, received a text message from her daughter's preschool. And her first thought was, oh no, my daughter is sick. But then Bryn read the text message and was a little confused. It said, good morning, Bryn. It's Michelle Ray. And I just wanted to let you know that Ruby gave Miss Becca a card this morning that she said she found on your desk. Are you missing a card? Bryn said that Ruby is a kid who loves to draw and color and asked her if she could use some of her stationery. Bryn said sure and thought nothing of it and didn't check to see what card Ruby actually grabbed for her little art project. After explaining all of this to the teacher, Bryn's heart sank and responded, I'm terrified of what card she might have grabbed. The teacher replied with photos of the card and texted, oh, you're going to love this. And as it turns out, Ruby had picked out one of her mother's special birthday cards and had drawn some very nice pictures in crayon for her teacher. But apparently Ruby's reading skills haven't quite caught up to her drawing ability because the outside of the card in big, bold letters read, a best friend you can have sex with. And the inside read, how great is that? And indeed, how great is that? All right, well, thank you all for letting me crash the show with you today. It was a lot of fun. I believe Janine will be back on Monday. And until then, enjoy your weekend. And thank you for listening to People Every Day. People Every Day is produced by Chrissy Lindquist, Tony Mantia, Madison Lesby, Rachel King, Matt Sav, Amy Machado, and the great team at Pod People. Edited by Morgan Foos and Carter Wogan. People's producers are me, Janine Rubenstein, and Charlotte Triggs, with help from Eliza Sessler and Fallon Harge. Executive produced by David Flumenbaum and Zoe Ruderman. <laughs>